Richard Wilson, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're at the Digital Revolution and its Futures a Symposium. Now, you began by telling us about the history of email and e-government. As head of the civil service, you would know more than most. So what were we doing in the 1990s? Well, we began with a position, I think, in 1992, when there were 38 websites, uh, and government always uh, is, is sort of reacts to big change in phases. It, 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 this is as it happened with Europe. Um, first of all, it thinks it's nothing to do with it, and then it begins to realise it needs to have a little unit to deal with it. Uh, or in the case of departments, we had units to set up websites for our departments because that seemed the fashionable thing to do. And then we begin to perceive it has more profound implications for uh, the way we do our business. And there was a great, from the beginning of, I think, the Blair government onwards, we began to realise the implications for delivery, the ability not only to do things better, but to do them differently. Uh, And then slowly, I think over the last few years, it's become very clear that the implications are profound uh, in, in many different ways. And uh, in recent history, Tony Blair, his memoirs have quite come out, and, and he didn't email. That seems amazing, really. And, and yet, um, you said that Gordon Brown did come to terms with the word processor. Oh, Gordon Brown certainly used the word processor for, for his, doing his budget speeches. There would be uh, reports in the, in the lead into budgets of Gordon sitting there pounding away uh, at his keyboard. Um, cutting and pasting in the same paragraph appearing two or three times in very important blanks where the major announcements were. Uh, and, and, and I think the, the, it's like a kind of slow-breaking wave over government, and I'm sure now it is everywhere, and, the, and, and government is now much more in, has gone through a great transformational phase and is much more tuned into the profound implications which are at lie ahead. Yes, and you talked about those uh, in your address yes. uh, to the symposium. You said there were huge issues privacy and data protection, how to balance precious rights of the individual. And, and, you know, that amazing fact that government wants to deliver 75% of services digitally in in the future, you know, the huge change in how services are delivered to the the public. Um, Can that transformation happen painlessly? Uh, I think it's, it, it raises issues, first of uh, uh, all sorts of levels. It raises issues about the structure of government. We used traditionally to uh, base government departments around particular subject areas like agriculture or trade or transport or, or whatever. Whether we should now be moving more to building our services around uh, groups of people who might end up with a very large database which encompassed huge amount of information about members of the public and with spurs off those, that database to deal with particular groups, the elderly or unemployed or children. We had a department of children in, under the Brown government. Uh, and similarly, uh, once you think in those terms, you then find yourself thinking about the power of the government uh, to have access about, to information about individuals and the need to protect the rights of individuals against abuse of that information in ways which are completely unforeseen. And, and you talked about, I won't keep you much longer, but you, talk, right. you talked about young people and, and how you know, they think it's their right to have control o- over their lives yes. and, and sort of um, about data being the, the property of, of people, not public servants. That is a big tension. I think there is a big tension, and I think there's a generation of young people, uh, and indeed not just young people, who see the information which the state possesses about them as being pos- data which they should own rather than the state. 
There are issues about whether people should actually be in a position of owning their own data and giving permission to the public servant to have access to it rather than the government owning the data and, and using it as it sees fit. Uh, I think there are so many profound issues for the way we do government, not only in the way uh, that, uh, that I've described, but also in the access which individuals have to their representatives in Parliament, their access to government, their ability to hold people to account. Uh, and, of course, there's the whole question of how we do business between nations. Uh, when I was a, a young civil servant, all sort of communications with other countries went through the Foreign Office through our diplomatic service. And now I think the scope for people working in government departments in one country to communicate with people in other countries raises issues about the internationalisation of government business, which were never possible before. So can we move in, into an open society, an open e-society? Or, or, or do, do you think that perhaps there will be inertia, that at some level the progress will be halted or thwarted by individuals themselves? Fundamentally, that is one possibility, and I think the other issue is, the, is the, actually the exercise of power, because people don't let go of power easily, and quite a lot of what we're talking about is loss of control by politicians, which they don't necessarily want to have happen. So I think that these we're talking about potential and opportunity, but also the, the, the risks for individuals of losing control over their own data or indeed of governments using information against them, as we've seen in Iran, as one speaker demonstrated. Lord Wilson, thank you very much in, indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today, The Digital Revolution and Its Futures, a symposium. Thank you very much for, for, for letting me have the chance to talk. Thank you.